U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 38 minutes, 45 seconds. Universal Time, 22 hours, 38 minutes, 50 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 17 hours, 39 minutes, 50 seconds. I'm so happy to be here, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Still, I know the world's on fire, the situation's dire. A lot of work and courage gonna be required, but I'm just happy to be here. It is December 30th, 2022. We are almost to the new year, going into 2023. I got Mr. Jesse sitting in here with me today. How's it going over there, Mr. Jesse? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm going to take this piece of gum out of my mouth to start a fresh new year as we test out this new wonderful production that we got, Jesse. What do you think about this coming up? I love it. It's a lot easier now. We got some automation going on. I have to do less so I can actually work on the show more. It's much more wonderful now. It's a wonderful time. Uh, I love the white guy dance you do during My little that. white guy dance? That's how I keep up with like knowing where to come in because I got to get the timing right with this new, uh, this new production we have. But I do enjoy it. It's a good little song. Um, well, you made me do something last night, Mr. Jesse. You made me, um, you made me cream my face with this uh, mud we got from Lush. And I do, I do wake up with like a... A nice little glow, my my scraggly little beard. Since I never leave the house anymore, so I'm, you know it's it's like a soft little hobbit beard now. <laughs> you know what it is? It's the uh, the hydration from. I think there's honey in there and a few other oh. ingredients that hydrate your skin. It's specifically made for winter weather. I do love Lush. They have good products. I think I introduced you to the Lush. You did. You did. You go in and you test all the stuff out and the cinnamon bar for your back massages. Mm-hmm. Got that in your little Christmas stocking. Our digital Christmas stockings that were on the TV behind the tree. Well, you know what? I think it's a little bit pricey, but it wasn't pricey. It was the, like the, what are the containers that come with each of it? Like oh, yes. Yeah, so you have to buy the little aluminum shampoo. Containers. There's one mm-hmm. for the massage bar. It's like an oval. Because if yeah. you don't have that, now then it just. Because it wastes pretty quickly wasted. when you don't have that. 
Gets all wasted, Mr. Jesse. Well, let's go on and let's talk about some other shopping and the trends of shopping that happened over this holiday season. Might be the last time I get to use my Macarena Christmas intro that I love so much. You can play it while we're taking down the Christmas decorations. That will be joy to the freaking world. Well, we got holiday sales up 7.6% despite inflation, Mr. Jesse. That's can, looking can good, right? You want to hear something funny, though? Like, I looked at the, the play notes for today, uh-huh. and the first thing I saw is face masks. I'm like, oh, are face masks coming back? I, w- I didn't wasn't thinking about the facial mask. Forgot that mask we did that a face did. mask. No, I remember, but the first thing that popped in my forgot mind, you gave me a facial like last night. PTSD from like COVID was the face mask. I'm gonna go back on. <laughs> That's what mask. I was thinking. Well, hey, in China, you know, they're all going crazy over there and letting everybody be free, which is fine. But now we're testing over here for them. Is it all gonna come back? I don't know, but you know, know, we're not gonna worry about that. We're gonna we're gonna macarena. <laughs> We didn't go crazy this year. We kind of like bought stuff, but we didn't go crazy. You know, we did a little bit for everybody, but didn't go crazy for any specific person. Yeah, but Um, like you were mentioning, holiday sales rose 7.6%. It's a slower pace than the 8.5 increase from last year when shoppers began spending the money that they had saved during the early part Mm -hmm. of the pandemic. Everybody was saving their money. I think the only thing people bought during the pandemic was like sweatpants and big screen TVs. I was like the big purchases. So last year was a big, you know, let's let's buy everything. And now things are like, people are like, I have everything. I don't need anything. It looks like categories. Kind of the, there's different categories that rose yeah. too. Like like clothing rose by 4.4%. But that's people probably buying like lounging things. Like I bought, I don't think I've ever bought so many well, pairs I've, of I've had to buy work clothes this time because yeah, I've gone back to the I guess so people are kind of buying that. But I think a lot of people bought like lounge and workout clothes. And then maybe they had to go buy more office clothes and stuff but they didn't buy jewelry kind of struck and, and me electronics was the electronics sales were down because there's nothing you there's nothing to buy right yeah like i got a we have a 65 inch tv 75 whatever 75 inch tv somewhere else we have a 65 inch tv but like what am i gonna get another one like then well, i got I mean, it's not well, just here, getting it no, it's a whole process thing, of putting on the wall so back in the oh. days it would be okay here's blu-ray has come out dvds have True. come out you know the next thing for storing videos would come out but now all the technology is all digital, so there's nothing to buy but the actual content now. Mm. So there really isn't electronics to buy unless you're getting surround sound or something like yeah. that. I'm like, I want, I would like some new Hue lights to go in here to complete my theater experience. Well, consumer spending is the main driver of the U.S. economy, making up 70% of it. And it looks like Americans were resilient again this year, even in even with inflation spiking for almost 18 months people spend 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 that's what we do we spend that's what americans are the best at we're the best at spending money that's why they love when we come on vacations all right how about we take a break mr jesse we get to the top five things that happened since we did the last show sounds good your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. 
You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt. Looks like we made some progress on the on the Idaho murders, Jesse. So we'll get to that here shortly. Um, and Trump's taxes have been released. Uh, we got to cover all that. What looks like a suspect has been arrested in the Idaho murders, killing of the four college students um, almost like seven, eight weeks ago, Jesse, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, His name is, we got another Brian here, Brian with a Y, 28 years old. I believe he was like a medical student. It's a PhD student. I didn't know PhD quite student? what he was studying, but it, I heard he was a PhD student. Um, but he's been arrested. He's still in Pennsylvania, so he's apparently from a part of Washington State that is close to Idaho, and he fled, or he's he was now found in Pennsylvania in like a small town. Um, the Hyundai Elantra seems to have been the the pin to uh, finding him. And I swear, I heard somebody else say earlier that. He had an outstanding warrant of some kind. Um, that's what they kind of nabbed him on. But the FBI basically said during the speech, um, the press conference speech about an hour ago, um, that they had been watching him for like four days and following him. And But they still haven't said what the tie to these no one boy, three girls They're not is. quite sure, but what the two law enforcement sources familiar with the investigation told the news today was that the DNA played a key role in helping investigators hone on this suspect, Brian Christopher, Christopher Kohlenberger. Um, so we're not quite sure what the motive is, and I'm sure that will unfold as you know more information comes out, or people are like, oh, I do know this guy. Here's the additional information as they contact the police. So we'll figure it out, and it's kind of... I don't know, it's kind of nice knowing that there's a suspect because it's really a heinous crime. Like the stabbing of like four or five people when they're sleeping mm-hmm. is just... He looked kind of like a normal guy if he was wearing a button-up uh, blue shirt with a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. Sitting at a bar, you you know, he lo- would look like someone somewhat, somewhat normal. Looks normal. Looks normal. But that's the thing, you know. Nobody's normal, people. Nobody's mm-hmm. normal at all. <laughs> Let's move on to the president... The ex-president. I was going to say, don't get it twisted. <laughs> we're not even going to talk about this much, but his tax returns were released to the public today, December 30th, 2022. He was He was mad. I didn't even read anything he said, but I'm sure he's going to have tons of stuff to, to put out. But, um, you know, they're already, they're already showing that, like, he would have... He would have income come in, but also expenses exactly matching the amount of that income. Or, like, his private jet... Or his private helicopter brings in $5,000, but also has exactly $5,000 And he had bank accounts in China, oh, the UK. Some country I'd never even heard of that they said. And I was like, never even heard of that one, people. 
that was. Hear a little ding? I heard it. I did too. Let's check. Let's check. No? Someone at the door? <laughs> Is that a well, caller? We got a caller? If somebody's flying in, they didn't fly in from Southwest Airlines because they just got back on track today. So they um, say. So they say. I, I had a, there was a family on earlier. I was watching the news. And they said, well, I mean, are they going to give us back the $5,000 we spent on this cruise that we never made it to? They said they... They knew their flight was canceled. I guess they got the airport and they found out it was canceled. So they drove, like, they got a rental car, drove hours and hours to another airport, canceled there too, and didn't make it to their cruise. I mean, it can't be only one family like that. I'm sure it's, like, all over, very spread so out, from, you know? from my understanding, reasonable expenses occurred during the process of trying to fly somewhere. I'm not sure if it, you know, relates to... You know, the event that you missed, mm -hmm. like if a wedding or something along those lines, like a cruise line. But if you incurred expenses like rental car, uh, hotels, not the Four Seasons, but like a, mm -hmm. a, a reasonable hotel accommodation, food and travel expenses, Southwest apparently will cover those expenses. But I'm not quite sure. That's interesting. We'll, we'll, I guess we'll find out what happens to the people that really miss some trips that they, they're not refundable. You want to hear Pete Buttigieg, see what he has to say about it? Yeah, let's listen to Pete. Let's see what he's got. Uh, you got uh, uh, passengers who can't get a hold of customer service. It's an unacceptable situation. Secretary, I know you've spoken with Southwest Airlines. Uh, could they tell you how they fix this? They told me in their words that they will go above and beyond their written customer service plan. Uh, I'm going to be holding them accountable for doing that. Does that mean financial compensation? Absolutely. At a minimum, there need to be cash refunds for uh, the, the canceled flights, and uh, they need to be taking care of passengers where uh, they got stuck with meals, hotel compensation. Now, they've, they've put up a website to uh, get those kinds of requests in. Secretary, I want to go back to I know to he's October made things like that big deals before, like, you know, like coming, nearly the going after, same. yeah, like what are you saying? Last year, they had the exact same thing. Do you want to hear it, actually? <laughs> I was going to say this, to but... To be frank, have faith in your department as a watchdog if these problems keep happening. They did well, this whole thing, did, song and dance, yeah, last year. Especially over the course of the People problems have such we saw memories. this year was press the airlines to increase their customer service commitments. They did that. They did so, that in writing. Well, I guess, and like, you well, know. here's the issue. You know, so last year when Secretary of Transportation Buttigieg was addressing a lot of these issues about customer service, the issue at the time was people boarding the plane and being stuck on the plane without actually leaving the airport for hours at a time. Mm. And I think that was a huge okay. concern uh, that people were facing at this point. I mean, what's another problem? What, what can the government really do in terms know. of flights being canceled? Whether or not, whether or not, like in the time. Well, I guess period, in this situation, they're saying like other airlines had weather issues too, and, and they did. What they're saying? Yeah, so they're like, so. So they, what is your issue? But then my thing is, airlines have become part of the country's fabric and move very important people and are part of the interstate economy, just like the highways are. And I think the government should have the right to police them way more than they do. Because problem on problem on problem. And what happens is you get people like me who don't want to buy concert tickets and don't want to go do big expensive things because you have to fly to get there or things might get canceled. And it's just, you know, it makes you not want to do it, I think. Mm -hmm. it, it makes you want to sit at home and watch Anderson Cooper and, you know, Andy Cohen on CNN. I love this Andy Cohen. Do you have TikTok? Do you have TikTok? Are you a TikToker? Uh, I'm not a TikToker. I find myself, like, 
Googling like popular videos that people mm-hmm. talk about. Like yesterday, you were annoyed with me when I was Googling Wednesday Adam dance. Oh, yeah. You're watching it like, I just kept hearing it loop over and it over. It was like looped over, over to like a Lady Gaga song. And I was just like watching all the people do the dance. Yeah. And you were just like, you like that song? You really like that song? Lady Gaga <laughs> trying real hard to be relevant again. That's what I see right there. <laughs> but no, TikTok is, I mean, I've been, I can't, I'm not going to lie. I haven't even been on it in a while. Um, ever since I saw Jake Tapper say he was going to delete it, I was like, maybe I will too, Jakey. But you told me it stays in your phone anyway. So apparently that when you delete an app, it doesn't necessarily leave your phone. Hmm, interesting. So you yeah, may, I'm not that worried. Yeah, I'm not that worried about <laughs> I'm it. I'm not worried about this thing. Well, I mean, TikTok, it does tell you about yourself, like, TikTok knows that I like to watch attractive guys in sweatpants and sometimes a big fat person doing a crazy dance. (laughs) So just touch on Title 42 one more time, Jesse, because apparently this is a mess and it's not getting handled. And um, I saw some footage and I normally don't get all like, oh, you know, it's a disaster. But it looks like it is turning into like a third world country down there in some of these places. Like, when you look at some of the footage, it's what you're like, is this America? It looks like what you see in, you know, Afghanistan, um, Iraq, places where they are having uh, Miramar, places where they are having these major, major disruptions and all these people trying to flee and get to, like, a barbed wire fence and people standing there with guns. It's very interesting for to see as an american i find um yeah, so, but looks like there's no relief coming soon yeah so the supreme court just recently continued the pandemic era measure known as title 42 uh which was set to expire on the 21st of december so knowing that it was set to expire on december 21st we had the borders like el paso you know the border in san diego juarez mm-hmm. uh just flooded with people trying to get in uh whether that's you know fleeing oppression, fleeing economic issues, or any other kind of issue. It doesn't matter what but it is. But the last minute here. legal stay pitched border policy into limbo and made many immigrants decide that they had little to no uh, way of actually getting into the U.S. Mm. So the issue is become bigger than what it originally was. It's just turning into homeless encampments now. Yeah, because people just have no because idea they're what's here going on. And they're stuck and... What's happening is there's social media and word of mouth being spread all over in these other countries telling people, come here, come here. Uh, Just like you see Russia doing with social media videos telling uh, young men to join the military, get money for your family, have a better future. It's the same thing. They've got people over there in those countries promoting, come to America, have a better future so you can pay me. I'll take you there. I'll take you to America. I'll get you over the wall. Well, here's the issue, though. So... The U.S. has laws already in place for people to try and to migrate or enter into the United States, whether that's asylum or any other process of entering into the United States. That process has been on hold for years now due to this Title 42. And there's many people uh, fleeing persecution, whether that's in Venezuela, where they have authoritarian dictators, or that's in other parts of El Salvador, or other parts of Latin America, where uh, cartels are a major issue, where people are being mm-hmm. murdered on the streets, and oh, yeah. people are fleeing, you know, their their families just being slaughtered. So I don't in think the, the question is so, no, why they're here's, here. Here's my thing, it's how, what to do with them when they're here. No, but here's the thing. So what we have now is just uh, this whole mess of people that normally trickle into the U.S., uh, you know, yes. under these, you know, situations that I just described. But right now we're facing three years of backlog of all these people that 
have nowhere else to go. And Mexico can't actually, even though we share the board with the United mm-hmm. States, can't actually take this influx of people as well. So it becomes an issue of like, well, what do we do? Because now we have this encampment of people trying to, to leave because they have nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. So And some of the countries I heard that we do not have relations with are not taking back the citizens and stuff yeah. like that. And so most of these people, and most of these people that mess. want to enter the U.S. Uh, under our law could legally enter the U.S., but due to Title 42, they have no legal recourse of the- to enter into the United States, even though there's laws in place that would grant them access to the United States. It's a stop. There's a stop. Interesting. There's no, there's just a, you know, send them back. Well... It's a disaster. And it's one of those things that yeah. you, you, you need to deal with the problem. You just can't continue to do title Push 42. Push it down. Yeah, because the Forever issue needs to and be ever resolved. And ever. I agree. I agree. Mr. Jesse, well, we had an issue here ourselves recently, Jesse. There was a neighborhood disaster. Let's mm. take out the papers and the trash. Or you will get no spending cash. Well, the trash pickup did not come on the day after Christmas, Jesse, and all the neighbors had a flutter. All the neighbors went on Facebook and went crazy. I, I took myself off the page because it was too annoying. Like, you're on there. Like, well, what, what are they complaining about? Well, the biggest thing is people had all this trash occurred from family coming over, you know, Uh gift wrapping papers, boxes from orders and power wheel boxes. Yeah, people are trying to get rid of their trash and it's in front of their house and the trash guy never came. The recycling person came, but the trash person never came. And everybody's like, like, what do I do? Do I I leave it out here tomorrow? Are they going to come? Like... Like I'm, I'm, I have more trash in my house now. Where do I put this in the garage? It's a, it's an issue. Yeah, I love it. It's I love it. Yeah. First Shout out, people, for your first real problem. All right, let's move into some pop news, Mr. Jesse. Well, who are we going to watch on New Year's Eve? Are we going to watch CNN? We're we going to watch Anderson. Ryan. We're going to watch Anderson and um, Anderson and, and Andy Cohen. Well, I mean, they're not going to drink this time, so I don't know if they're going to be as funny. Well, maybe they are and the other ones aren't. If I was Don Lemon, I'd say I ain't doing it. <laughs> I agree. Well, you can watch um, Miley, of course, and Ryan Seacrest. Dick Clark's. Dick, Car- yeah, Dick Clark's Rock and Eve. And what is this one? CBS has. Okay. This is catered to you. Nashville's Big Bash. That sounds kind of fun. Zach actually. Brown Band, uh, Little Big Town. It's like always the same people every Brooks single time. Brooks and Dunn. Isn't yeah. it like the same people they yeah. always have? Yeah. Univision, Jesse. Univision. 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 What are they going to do? Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Let's see. Is it is it on here? Yeah, it's after CNN. Who who's playing? Who's playing? I don't. I was asking to ask you. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. It's right after CNN. Can oh, Univision. It? Okay. Uh, let's Omar Chapo, Raúl Molina, Alejandro Espinosa, like along with Clarissa Molina, Lily Estefano. I don't, I don't know any of these. I don't people. either. Well, you know, it's never going to be there. I don't even know what this is. Back that year up, New Year's Eve special. 
Kevin Hart and Keenan Thompson. No, it's probably like a comedy. That's going to be on Peacock. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, I'll skip all those. Porcupine on my head on a well, we will be watching Anderson and Andy Cohen. Yeah. I wish they would bring back Kathy for like a special appearance or something. I miss from Kathy Griffin. I agree. She I made agree. one mistake and she chopped his head off and now we're getting his tax returns. Let it go, people. <laughs> um, but I actually was reading this article about Anderson and Andy. Um, and apparently they've had like a long relationship as friends. They became fathers late in life. I think they both have like seven-month-old kids um, or like, you know, kids in the same kind of age group. And um, they just kind of bonded, and it seems like Anderson kind of helped Andy get out of the gutter a little bit. What do you think? I don't know. Stop so, turning over tables, bro. Well, that, but uh, Andy Cohen is pretty successful in, know, in his I own know. It's just nothing I care about, you know. But I get it. Do you enjoy um, those? Um, I enjoy the relationship. I think they're funny together because I'm used to the traditional Anderson Cooper being very uh, – stringent on cnn covering the news but when he has his little giggle fest i find it to be the 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 best thing ever i do enjoy the anderson giggles that is great stuff all right we'll take a little break mr jesse and we'll come back and we'll talk about some new laws going into effect in 2023 a dose of reality stat never fear this is the doctor whoever project New episodes weekly at doctorwhoever.com. The lesson to be learned from that is 98% of success is showing up. Showing up. And I thought, these people are insane. That's right. Showing up, people. Just show up sometimes. You know, do what you can do. So I found these interesting laws, Jesse. I just texted it to you because the article would not flip. And, you know, it annoys me when an article won't flip. But um, looks like we got some minimum wage increases laws going to affect across 27 states. That's a big number, right? Yeah. 27 states will see the minimum wage increase in 2023. Yeah, so surprisingly here in Nevada, it's only $11.75 to $12. Doesn't seem like that much money. Um. I, I'm my first job I ever made was twelve dollars an hour. I could not imagine that. Yeah, I just but, couldn't imagine that. But in some fun news, new legalized drug laws. So in Maryland and Missouri, are slated to roll out their rules and regulations for legalized recreational marijuana for adults over twenty-one. So voters in both states, which currently offer medical marijuana to adults, pass ballot measures this November and said, "Who, who said your vote doesn't count?" That approved the change, and now we'll have. Uh, legal weed in Maryland and Missouri. I love it, Mr. Jesse. All right, let's take another break, and we'll come back, and we'll see what else we got. Always here to be your second opinion, or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. You get the picture. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Always on at DoctorWhoever.com. We come into this world unknown, but know that we are not alone. They try to knock us down, but change is coming. It's our time now. Cher was on, um, you know, you like Cher, right, Jesse? Yeah, she's all right. Cher was on um, that Kelly Clarkson show that is like horrendously horrible 
horrific. It's like one of the worst things I've ever seen. But Cher can make anything better. Didn't she come on and thank you guys during the president presidential yeah, race, like on a Zoom for the yeah? Um, but but she says uh, Cher says that Willie Nelson's tour bus smells exactly like marijuana, which is to be expected. And um and remember how we talked uh, about her getting engaged last show? I found out why. She's trying to get attention because she got a new fragrance coming out, Mr. Jesse. We got Bill Cosby planning to go on tour, Jesse. Would you see Bill Cosby in a tour? Hell to the no. Uh, Cosby's publicist says that uh, they're getting back out here spring and summer of 2023. So uh, get ready for that. Go watch him. Oh, yeah. Just cross your legs, ladies. Just not I. What about Sean Mendez getting all getting all freaky deaky in his underwear and jumping into this like cold river, Jesse? Again, somebody else that just must need attention. <laughs> it's safe to say that Jack Frost nipped at Sean Mendez's nose and toes and everything in between this Christmas. In the daring video that posted on Instagram, the 24-year-old singer revealed that he celebrated the holiday by, by taking a swim in a freezing river. And as if it wasn't cold enough on its own, he did it while wearing nothing but his underpants. Let's all, let's all congratulate him. It's true. He stripped down in his undies and got in this cold river with a friend of his. Um, apparently, people enjoy the video. Let's see. All right, we're getting naked. So one of his right. co-stars, wearing uh, a Trent Nash Greer, said, "Literally blue balls." Jump, jump. Let's see. You know this video can't be that long. It's only on Instagram, people. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh, damn! It is like frozen. It's like ice. Sean Mendez, you're gonna die. He's like doing like a little half push-up. Well, there you go. Sean Mendez says it's cold. That Grammy Award-nominated drummer, Jeremy Green, um, has stage four cancer, it looks like, Jesse. Oh, the Mouse. drummer of Modest Mouse. You know I like Modest Mouse. It's mm-hmm. a good one. I know I play the drums, so you know, it's one of the things I follow up on. And I had to show you this one. Did you see... My God, Jesse. Did you see Sam Smith's fat ass on the back of this boat? Sam Smith looks great. Oh, my God. Tell me you have seen this, right? Yeah, he's, he's comfortable in his own skin. I'll tell you what, he's still making number one songs. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You like that one, right? Unholy or whatever it is? You like it, too. Always wear your sun cream. Cheeky Sam Smith gives the illusion of being naked in a tiny animal print bikini bottom while posing on a yacht. Today he was on Instagram in some like see-through pants and his was shaking his little butt around. Oh my goodness, Sam Smith. He's himself. Filling yourself. Are you enjoying your game over there, Mr. Dog? Alright, we'll talk about you guys since you're playing for your game, being all loud over there.
I had to go take away Mr. Cody's little game he was playing with over there. It was like driving me insane. But they love their little toys. Like all day today, they've been practicing with the um, the puzzle where they have to move all the pieces over and get all the all the ones out. And then Cody finally learned how to flip open the little flap to get the little treat out of the other mm -hmm. one. They had a great They're little smart day. Little puppies. They had a great day. All right, let's see. They're you smarter than some of those characters on White Lotus. He's definitely. Too. You want to take a little break and we'll talk about White Lotus real quick? Sure. All right. KBUT, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Doctor Whoever. Boom. I pulled some special music for you. White Lotus wrapped up. We finished the whole thing on HBO Max. Um, I'm not going to lie, it took me a little longer to get into this one because, spoiler alert, go ahead and spoiler alert, but not spoiler alert. Um, one of the main characters, I'm not going to remember her name again, Stifler's mom. Mm -hmm. What is her name? Jennifer Coolidge. Got it. Mm -hmm. She plays the same kind of character, is the same character carried on over from the first season, but it took me like, I don't know, at least till the second or third episode to figure that out. And it was just kind of confusing and annoying. But it turned out to be really good. Slower moving. What do you think? I've seen a few shows now that, you know, change the whole cast except for one character and they kind of move on. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of difficult to figure out what's going on. But I, I really liked White Lotus from the beginning. It took you a little, you know, time to get started onto it. I almost had mm -hmm. to reintroduce you, you to it because you didn't want to watch it anymore. I was like, this is confusing. I was like, just give it a try. It didn't I, make sense. I backed, I backed, you know, a couple episodes and I, I watched them again weed, just <laughs> to get you back into it and you loved it. I did, I loved it. It turned out being amazing season two of White Lotus. Lots of homo erotic stuff going there was, on in there. A lot of twists and, turn, twist and turns. A lot of humor. You can uh, figure out like I feel like you can take different characters and find different pieces of yourself within some of the characters and maybe find different people in your life that relate to the characters. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, also, I, I have uh, a new destination I'd like to go to now I know. after watching. Yes. Sicily's kicking. Uh, Sicily Sicily's being kicked amazing. by Italy. Yeah, it did look great. I, I think it was um one of the better shows I've seen in a while that was slower moving and relaxing. Like You could almost find yourself like, Falling asleep, but then there'd be like, uh, you know, like a random sex scene out of nowhere to get you going again. That wakes you up. I love the sound. That's the best intro I've ever heard on that. I know, right? Show. I was like, I'll pull this. I'll enjoy it. We can skip the next one. Oh, I gotta ask you about this, Mr. Jesse. Are you worried about Starbucks' new reward change? What is it? Mm, you're going to need more rewards for your drink, Mr. Jesse. Oh. Uh, I'll tell you about that real soon when we're coming back right here on the Dr. Ever Project. KBUT, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. I 
I know you have Starbucks rewards and you use it a lot. Um, today. I use it, you know, as well on with your app on my phone. <laughs> but it, uh, this is uh, talking about, I guess, uh, different change it's coming to what you're going to need to get your drinks i actually thought you already knew about this jesse but um i guess you don't but well, i mean I, I don't really follow the uh rewards it seems so like much. it's a crisis when i, in when I say land. i have like something new i kind of oh, i mean i have points i go and like you know, redeem the points for you know some coffee or a free drink or something but i'm not one of those people that when you get a notification like oh today's double star day and you'll get more points today if you buy two lattes and one breakfast sandwich I'm not one of those people that hmm. flies to Starbucks to, you know, purchase these items no, to get my extra points. That seems kind of stupid. Well, this is but the I, update I got. I said the update to Starbucks rewards program detailed on the company's website involves increasing the number of stars, as you said, needed to redeem things for three tiers. Blah, 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 blah. This is like, I thought I thought you would actually know about this. I thought this was like something to be talked about in the office, you know, a big problem or something. No. <laughs> Crisis in Starbucks land, people. Let's do some sports, Mr. Jesse. You okay. To be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. You know, we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is. That's, that's kind of that's kind of gay, but. It's blocked. And Feasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No, no, it is. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. We got Pele, the Brazilian soccer star, dead at 82. Jesse, mm-hmm. um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not super familiar with him, but my no, cousin, my cousin, you know, knows who he is, and you know, I'm sure he's uh, loved and well known worldwide. The Raiders are making a surprise late season move. It looks like, and they're benching Derek Carr, Jesse. So I saw a headline news for Las Vegas newspaper says car parked. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, we'll just drop that. That was perfect, Jesse. No need to say anything else for that one. And with that, he also said he just goes off the feel of the game, just like he does with interviews, I guess. This is News on Six Sports with Harold Coons. Okay, late break. Here they won! Yes! They won it! They won it! I love that guy. <laughs> well, we survived the holidays, Mr. Jesse, and we're moving on to a new year. How about we learn a little bit more about how to survive the holidays with your family, Mr. Jesse? Okay. Sometimes the holidays and family can get old. If it gets old to me, it probably can get old to you too. Uh, family sometimes many people considered to be beating heart of the holiday season. You know, so you feel like you got to go and like see everybody and put your feet on everybody's ground and give everybody a hug. Ugh, it's so stressful. Um, but this is a list of just little three little things and perfect three little things 
that if you're being overwhelmed, just use this one, two, three. I love it. Number one, change the conversation. I do that all the time. I'm really big on changing the conversation. You do that all the time. Because, like, if you know that something you're going to bring up is going to cause a problem, like, sometimes what I'll do is I'll bring something up to cause a little bit of a problem. Then I'll, like, really switch the subject around on them and then fool them real quick and then try to get out of the conversation. It's like, you know, switch move, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Number two is be honest and do not engage. It's hard sometimes, you know. What what I always try to say, Jesse, if if you don't got nothing nice to say, just don't say nothing at all. And sometimes I just have to sit and say nothing at all so many times. There it is. And if all else fails, avoid. avoid. I love that. Go into your own room, get your dog or your cat or your fish and say you need to take it on a walk or feed it or there's some crazy emergency. Do whatever, people. It's your holiday, not theirs. Theirs. <laughs> That's right. The dogs took off their bandanas the other day. I was done with Christmas. I was like, bandanas are coming off. Off indeed. Um, but now they look all naked because the collars were too jingly. I was wondering what you said in these notes. I saw a naked, comma, dogs, comma, bandana ornament. I'm like, what is he Because smoking? the dogs, like, when they're naked, it, they look so silly. I saw, but, so I need to figure out, like, Why don't you something. put the collar back on? Because then they jingle. I don't know. One it's of hard. them jingles, and we'll get, we'll get the other one fixed. And I think I'm going to take their Christmas bandanas. I'm going to get, like, a... A glass ornament, and you like stick them in there and turn it into a little ornament. You think that'd be cute? Oh, you're becoming like a desperate housewife, old white lady. Vandekamp. <laughs> the other day, we were watching one of those commercials um, about like human grade dog food, where it's basically like, I don't know, it's like. You're basically taking a human meal and squishing it up into a pouch and you feed dogs it to your dog. Dogs eat real food. Dogs eat real food. And why is there always a super gay person in those commercials? I don't know. Questions need to be answered in investigation, Jesse. So um, this is say, so dogs poop less uh, if they eat human-grade food. Apparently. But it may not be better for their health. Yeah, so this goes on to say that, like, you know, your dog, if you're, the, the reason I actually pulled this is because the two dog foods used is a fresh dog food by Fresh Pet Brand. And then the other one is Blue Buffalo, which is what we feed our dogs. We fed Mr. Odie Blue Buffalo until he died in 18. Mm -hmm. These little puppies are eating Blue Buffalo. Um, But the study found that dogs pooped around half as much when eating fresh and human-grade food and a drop of 50% to 70%. They also had to eat less food to maintain the same weight. And I've heard that too. Like, if you feed your dog the crappy food... They need to eat more of it, but, like, the dog food we feed them, like, the blue buffalo food is, like, real meat and stuff, which is packed into pellets. Mm. I don't know. This is talking about, like, kibble. That's what we feed them. Like, kibble, you know, it's been specially designed and concentrated with all the proteins and vitamins your pet needs. So it's, like, I'd like to watch a video a good on YouTube, food, like, what it, what's the involvement of making dog food, like, from production to assembly line? We should watch a video. We should. I could get into that one day. Mm-hmm. Well, since we're talking about dog poop, we might as well go and talk about Trump again. Oh, my God. If I see Donald Trump in this feed again. It's a busy Trumpinator day. I like it. 
Now, I think this was in here as a double, I'm not going to lie, um, because we had already talked about it. You know, yesterday I kind of put this in here, you know, to, to talk about, but I did just want to talk about, like, one of the things that I think people are forgetting. Didn't this take six years? Wasn't this like a six-year thing? He's been talking about since the campaign. Since the campaign, they've been trying to get his taxes. But now they're probably going to end up making a law or something. Is what, isn't that what they're going to end up having to do? Basically make a law saying that all presidents have to have their tax released or something like that? It's one of those things that just every president did on their own. Because he's the first one not to release his taxes. Congress is ending in a couple of days. So they're basically just like releasing this to crowdsource to, you know, anybody out well, there want to look at it, releasing right? it so the next Congress doesn't... Uh, try to hide it. Try to hide it. Of course, of course. That makes sense. Makes sense. I get it. I get it. Have you heard about this new weight loss supplement talking about Fatty Donald? Um, apparently, there's like a diabetes drug that is soaring in popularity as a weight loss drug, and now people can't get it. They need it for uh, diabetic purposes. It's called Ozempic. Ozempic, Jesse, have you even heard of this? I have not heard of it before. So this is one of those things that would probably be a huge story right now if there wasn't a murderer being found in Idaho and Trump's taxes and, you know, all those other things going on right now. Just like this wonderful Niagara Falls photo. So what, let's tell about the story because I think our people would be interested in this story. That's what I'm talking about. Niagara Falls? No, so let's talk oh, the about weight this loss. weight loss bill. Okay. So I know everybody after the holidays is talking about how fat they are. Even Dr. Weber weighs 130 pounds. Got to lose some weight over here. I got to lose some weight. So after this kid learned that he had diabetes, he lost 50 pounds through diet and exercise. But when when he took a less active job, he found he couldn't sustain it and put the weight back on. In May, his doctor put him on, what is it, Ozempic? Ozempic, I believe. I believe it's called Ozempic. Yeah, which helped him lose about 20 pounds. I think it's called Ozempic. So this is pretty drastic. And I think a lot of people are looking for that one pill or one shot that makes you actually lose weight. Um, So, but the pharmacy then said that he needed to shell out $1,000 to pick up a two-week supply. And when his copay is normally $5. Jeez. So... That's no pricey to lose some weight. No bueno, indeed. Mm -hmm. Mm. We'll skip the Niagara Falls story. The Niagara Falls waterfall, it froze, people, and it looks pretty. Google it. Um, But that was supposed to be more of a segue into this story um, because this is a family dollar in Georgia. It doesn't get that cold in Georgia usually, but a man tried to escape the cold inside a family dollar, and he got shot. Um, So much for family. Yeah, so my question is, like, should... Why is his big, giant, ugly face on the TV right now? <laughs> he must be screaming about something. <laughs> um, but my question is, like, it, is there a law that, like, says that these stores have to allow people to come in in inclement weather? Or should they be going to police stations or fire stations or well, I mean, there hospitals? Be, I'm asking a question. I think I a lot know. of places in, like, Vegas, when it's too hot, there's cooling stations. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming that some of these places, if it's too cold, they have heating stations oh, yeah, uh, for true. homeless people or people that aren't, aren't housed to go in to get some, you know, shelter from the weather. So, And I knew I was going to be a heartless, hateful person for, to say this. It's uncalled for to get shot. But maybe he, they said leave and he didn't leave. Like, I don't know. Still, it's just, you know, I don't do you, know. Do you really shoot somebody for not leaving or mm. do you call the police and let the police handle it? It says uh, the victim was alert, conscious, and breathing and taken to a hospital for treatment. So he has not died, it doesn't look like. Um, but, you know, yeah, maybe that spurs a little bit. Um, but it says it, it dipped into the 30s, but um, it had been in like the 50s. So it wasn't that cold. It wasn't like it was 10 degrees. But, you know, cold is cold, people. 
I get cold, you get cold. Um, how about we move on to the CEO of Home Depot, Jesse? Okay. We might have to put Home Depot on our do not shop at list because he's calling all you people out there fat and lazy. And apparently this uh, 93-year-old co-founder who says nobody works for more and we're all involved in socialism donated $64 million to re-elect Trump yep, and the Republican the Party. Shopping. It is Lowe's now for us? Absolutely. <laughs> I knew, I I knew it. You should have show me this article. You know you're going to want to go to Home Depot one of these times. I have their app on my phone. They, they sell your, your little parts that you we'll like. Have to find, we'll have to go to the distributor, I guess. We'll take a little break, Mr. Jesse. Mm-hmm. Right, let's take a little break. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Hubbard Project. This uh, George Santos case just keeps growing more crazy and crazy. And my favorite part is like, oh, one of these dogs farted. It stinks. He's probably Dodgers. Stinkers. God. Oh. Mm. But um, so like they show these these uh, news um, clippings of this George Santos guy, this this uh, Republican congressman who apparently lied about all kinds of crazy things, all from his parents dying in the Holocaust to his mom dying in 9/11 to being Jew ish all kinds of fun stuff who to be an lgbt is he gay who I knows know. i don't know who knows mr jesse i don't know can i get a yes queen yes queen yes queen, no yes, queen. queen. Yeah! <sighs> but i think it's funny to like look at him and like he looks so different in all these photos like sometimes he's huge and other times he looks like a, he's trying to be like a barbie like he's got pink lip gloss on so apparently and, like, he's he may weird. have committed some some finance violations to his campaign. Mm. So apparently he was renting an $11,000 apartment that was apparently for staff. And then apparently he also purchased dress shirts from a very expensive retailer for his staff. Interesting. But neighbors say he's the only one that's ever come in and out of the apartment. Interesting. And well, you're not allowed to use campaign money for your own expenses. Well, news has already shown, or news reports have already shown that he had a very meager income of like $50,000, and then it shot up to like a million, and he gave himself a loan of 700 ish thousand out of that to run his campaign. And they're wondering where that initial million whatever came Where's from. Where's it coming from? Fishy wishy. <laughs> about tax returns for me to see. We had a mystery uh, charge as well. You called me yesterday and you were like, have you ever heard of this blah, 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 whatever? Oh, yeah. I texted you. I was like, who charged me this money? Because I looked online because I Googled what it was. Yeah, I, I was it. like, this sounds like a scam. It turned out to be, what What did it turn out to be, Mr. Justin? One of Justin? the dispensaries where you use a debit card actually was using the service to get the money. The glorious dispensary where you can actually use a debit card and not have mm-hmm. to go to the ATM. Uh, well... What a wonderful segue. You want to wanna talk about drugs real quick, Mr. Jesse? Sure. All right. Let's, uh, it looks like New York has uh, made some action. Let's see what's going on. This is drugs on Dr. Whoever. This is your brain. And this is heroin. This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. And this is what 
Rotten body goes. Last year alone, Wait. drug overdose deaths over rose nearly 30. That's your family goes 93,000 people died from overdoses last year, with a lot of those deaths connected to synthetic opioids. Like, Are you high right now? Bitch, you guess it! Well, Mr. Jesse, in New York, it looks like they have opened up one of their first recreational marijuana shops. Okay, well, that's we got opening up here soon. Lounges. Well, no, this is a, this is actually a shop. Like to oh, buy to sell it. weed. Yeah, yeah. They, they just oh, they don't have that before. No. Oh, you yeah. Think New York would have that. A yeah, long time the dispensary ago. was opened in New York City's East Side Village by Housing Works, a nonprofit organization that fights homelessness and AIDS. So um, they're kind of giving the license to hopefully more unique um, individuals, not just, you know, the big businesses like MedMen and everything. Uh, looks like Mayor Eric Adams, the Democrat, said unlicensed retailers will not be tolerated. So you have to actually, you know, be legit or they're going to shut you down. Do you think marijuana helps people with anxiety, Jesse? Absolutely. <laughs> do you have any firsthand knowledge with that? Yes, I do. Well, what do you um, think? What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, I was having a, I was about to have a little meltdown yesterday, and I had a little chill, and then like, oh, that's fine. I don't even remember what I was worried about anymore. So, you know, now that you can use weed to deal with anxiety, mm-hmm. would you ever try medication? No, because I don't really need medication. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can use marijuana the same. I mean, marijuana is a chemical, just like chemicals that are in pills. Instead of taking a pill every day, you take a little puff when you feel like you need a puff. And some days you might not even need it. And some days you might need the good stuff. So here's my question. So with weed, you have to actually smoke it to not get anxiety. So with medication... Th- would it be like the effects are more sustainable to where you're taking a pill and you, you just don't have anxiety? Maybe. I feel like or it would wear it... off, though, because I feel like it would wear off if you... It's almost like taking a pack every time you get a little cough, you know, that fights uh, infection or, you know, whatever it's called, like a virus, just because you get a little cough. Like my dad does Do you does feel that. that way about weed? No, because you, you don't need it. You don't need it. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes I'll be like... Oh, why am I? I'm having like a. I don't, oh, yeah, I'm having a moment because I haven't had any weed in three hours. <laughs> and something bothered me. But if something didn't bother me, I would have been going on with my day. But then something happened, and I can't remember what it was now because it wasn't that big of a deal. But I have a tendency because I grew up in this kind of that lifestyle where everything is a huge deal. The smallest little things are these huge deals that aren't really huge deals. That's how I grew like up. Like when the HelloFresh commercial comes on and gives you like anxiety and. You flip out. I don't know about that. Hello, fresh. Oh, that's just annoying. That's a stupid (laughs) commercial. That's just a dumb commercial. (laughs) But it looks like the relationship between cannabis and anxiety is very complex. It has a lot to do with what kind of strain you're using and Mm -hmm. also the person themselves. There's the THC, CBD. But let me ask you, like, what are seven tips or some ideas or daily habits people can kind of include into their day to help them with their mental health. Well, when you feel like you're coming, when you feel like you're having a moment, just, you don't have to smoke weed, just take a little relax and be like, hey, what's bothering me right now? What is that issue? And also know that you're going to have an issue. Like, like I wake up every morning and have like a little bit of a stomach ache for some reason. I don't know what it is. And I have a little puff 
it goes away. So CNET has come up with seven ideas to help you deal with mental health uh, this coming up year. So the first they say is make relaxation a routine. That sounds about right. Mm -hmm. And the next would be practice gratitude, including gratitude in your life is a way for you to create a positive outlook on life in itself. Value social interaction is the next one. Oh, that's, I, that's hard. difficult for me. It's difficult for me too. Well, I get my social interaction at work, so I've, I've like I think I got a little social interaction overdose over the holiday season. Like I'm ready to like go back to like being a hermit for a little. Well, bit. Well, this is something that you've always used before: is take care of your physical that's health. True. So mental health is directly tied to physical health. So one cannot flourish without the other. I so started these... doing like a routine over the pandemic where I do like push-ups and some sit-ups and before and after I take a shower and I threw in some curls recently and it's just like it, it makes me feel better and um, especially when we weren't going to the gym as regularly. Now it's like even if I don't go to the gym one day, I still got my little workout in and it keeps you consistent. And also it's just good to follow through. It's like gives you a little goal that day. It's like little goals that you know you can achieve. Small, achievable goals that bring you to a better you all around. And this article also suggests you letting me take control of what we watch on TV would actually help you. So I watch and love to watch comedies. So this is saying make yourself laugh. Some of them are stupid. You have to let Jesse control the TV more in order to help your mental health. So thank you to this list for giving me control mm -hmm. of Netflix again. And this is good, I think. Monitor your social media intake. We're good about that. We don't like... We're we're not overboard on social media. We're not overboard on that at all. Not too overboard. I could take take or leave social media, Jesse. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, you want to take a break? And I got a, something to tell you about Legos I think is going to blow your little freaking mind. <laughs> the Doctor Whoever Project, safer than an x-ray, yet it may cause a slight tingling sensation. Get ready to feel something. This is Doctor My mission is simple, to make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere. And I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. Yeah, from this picture is where came my name, you know, that bunny. Because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad. You know, I was trying to smile again. Yeah, that didn't work. With the basket full of eggs. Yeah. No. You were an actual bad bunny. Yeah. And that's where it <laughs> See? And that's it. What if I told you that Legos were worth more than gold, Mr. Jesse? I'd say you're foolish. Well, you got me the uh, World Globe Lego build for uh-huh. Christmas, and I haven't even opened the box yet, but I will Which very soon. Which is the key oh, to making it, it worth more than gold. No, so no, let's no. be clear about that. I'm definitely going to open the box. you got to put it together. But um, these, this, this article goes on to talk about just like how much Lego investing actually like makes money, how much money it actually like yeah, brings so in. So these researchers examine primary sales data online action transactions and uh, prices of 2,000 
unopened Lego sets from 1987 to 2015, and they found that the market price of retired Lego sets when sold on secondary marketplaces grew by at least 11% annually. Wow. So here's the question. Can you own Legos without opening them up and putting them together? I could, but I'd have to buy double Lego everything. (laughs) So you're going to end up spending more money. (laughs) Researchers say the uh, return on investment basically comes down to two major factors, rarity and nostalgia, Jesse. Lego is investing over $1 billion in a U.S. brick plant here, Jesse. The Copenhagen company. You know they're out of Denmark, Copenhagen? Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you know that Lego is the largest maker of tires in the world? Because they, really? they make those little tires for the Lego cars. Oh, really? <laughs> it's a fun fact. Yes, fun fact indeed. But um, the factory is going to be in Chesterfield County, Virginia. Um, the Danish company's second in North America and seventh worldwide. So look out for Legos coming from America soon. <laughs> Would you go into debt to go to Disney World, Mr. No, Jesse? I would not. To see the mouse? No. I was going to talk about that movie, Strange New World, but it just wasn't that good. I don't like feel like it was even good enough to talk about. I feel bad because the comedian guy that played the gay character, because it's like the, the main character is gay and they're very open about the, the kid character is gay because he has a crush on another kid character of pink hair and... I mean, it's fine. Or whatever. So I, don't I don't think care, like, like the movie did poorly because the character was gay. It would, just was a bad movie. Oh, well, it was a made-for-TV movie, basically. Like when I watched those Disney movies, it comes straight to the app. I'm assuming it's going to be like you know, Xenon Warrior Princess of the Sky, or uh, what was it, Brink, where it's a skateboarding movie. I can't try to think of all these ones that were when we were uh, Raven Simone or some shit like that. Like. I don't expect greatness, you know, from these made-for-TV movies, but I'm also not going to go and spend $10,000 on a Walt Disney vacation and put it on my credit card, Jesse, are you? No, I'm glad they don't give you $10,000 credit card. (laughs) I love it. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's a little ridiculously expensive to go there, and I think I would only go if I have kids. And something I think, too, like, I don't even know if kids care as much about that stuff as they used to, or, like, the older people, the parents telling them to care about it so they can take them and get those pictures mm. and all this stuff. How about some local Las Vegas news? They might think we'll about be ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse. Okay, let's go. All right, let's go, Mr. Jesse. Would you go to an It-themed escape room? You know, like the clown from It? No, but Stephen I feel King? like I'd be dragged to it for some reason. If it was Halloween, you would. But, like, they missed their mark. Like, what are they doing here? Um, a mist- the mystery swirls when this It-themed escape room comes to Las Vegas in December. Like, why? Why December? Why December? The 
The escape it sign can be seen on the back of the building from the road as drivers head out of the spaghetti bowl along with a bunch of red balloons to outline to the outline of Pennywise, the terrifying clown from Stephen King's It. Um, that's good marketing. Good marketing, bad timing, bad Jesse. Bad timing. Unless they're assuming people that come to Vegas would leave the strip to go to this. Um, well, it looks like it's 30,000 square feet. It's kind of Does large. Does it how much it costs to, to I enter? do not see a fee. I do not see a fee. But I'm going to Google that now. I might I'll actually want to check that out. Yeah, why don't, you, why don't you do that? Why don't you check that out, Mr. Jesse? And I'll pull up what big things are coming other than that to Las Vegas in 2023. I don't know one that you really are interested in is this MSG sphere, mm-hmm. um, the giant circle that is um, basically as you would as you kind of come into the center of the strip, you see it. It's it's actually behind the strip um, where the link and the flamingo are, but it's going to be this huge orbital circle um, set to complete the fourth quarter, fourth the fourth quarter of 2023. The opening performance will be U2, lame, but it's going to seat 7,500 people. Oof. $2 billion cost to build this thing, Jesse. Yeah, it's expensive. Wow. Did you find anything about the It? I'm looking right now, so I think it might be in line with, uh, there's also a Saw escape room. Okay. So from what I can see is that you you can get a combo tickets for two people. Uh, for $80. So it's the official Saw Escape Room and Escape Blair Witch Bundle. But it's not the It one. It's not the It one, but mm-hmm. I think this is the same site same where people? you would go to buy the It one. Maybe it's not announced yet. We'll have to check see, back I'm into that. I'm still looking. It's a little confusing, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's all good. Like, how many escape rooms do you want to go to? I mean, I think escape rooms kind of had their time and i thought they kind of were fading away remember when we were living in san diego everything was escape rooms like every rundown restaurant had basically turned into an escape room yeah it's true oh we got some other concerts i guess coming um carry on underwood she'll be coming to the msg sphere as well as garth brooks it looks like I guess Are you we're excited to... about any of those? No, I'm about to say, I guess you we're enjoyed to... watching the people from the Garth. Oh yeah, Brooks. watching the people from the Garth Brooks come out was just freaking hilarious. Some weird, interesting cowboy-looking people. Yes, they were. All right, Jesse, we'll take a little break and we'll figure out what else we're gonna do. Sounds good. For the new normal in local Las Vegas radio, Doctor Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com. Well, what are you excited about in 2023 to come up? Anything? I mean, in Vegas, you're talking no, about just in general, you know? I wouldn't mind going to the MSG sphere. That looks pretty cool. Um, just excited to see some of the new attractions coming to Vegas. 
I can't wait till summer comes and things are back open again and there's no masks. And remember last year when you go to the pool and it was like, if you didn't text this number and scan this code, I'm so tired of scanning codes and texting numbers, wearing masks and all that shit. I hate all that stuff. All that stuff needs to go away. I'm like, I'm so, I'm also tired of like, in 2023, get rid of your goddamn plexiglass, all you stupid grocery stores and 7-Elevens. And if you got a circle on your floor that says stay six feet apart, take that up too, you lazy ass bitch. Scrape it off. Jeez, feel some kind of way? How about we get into the broken hip hop wrap up, Mr. Jesse? Right, sounds good. Who we got? We got Bad Bunny on the broken hip hop wrap up nice. today. Oh, okay. Oh no, I broke my hip. I don't think that's a good idea. Say you want some too? You better wrap it up. You better wrap that gavel up, beat. Well, Bad Bunny brought smiles to people's faces days after Christmas. The 23, through 23, my bad, the 28-year-old artist, along with his Good Bunny Foundation, held a gift drive called, can you help me out with this one here? Bonita. I like to hear you. Bonita. Tradition at Conlacio Roberto Calamentia Walker in San Juan, Puerto Rico. (laughs) I do terrible. Was it terrible? Was it horrific? (laughs) On December 27th, Bad Bunny and volunteers help hand out thousands of gifts to the community. The distribution of gifts was a success, the Bunny Foundation wrote in Spanish on Instagram alongside with photos of the event. So that's pretty cool. I like that. What's it? You know, it doesn't have to be Christmas, right, Jesse? It's Does Christmas not. every day. It's Christmas every day, right? <laughs> According to the organization's Instagram story, they handed out over 25,000 gifts, which included instruments, art supplies, and sporting goods, along with other items. The event also featured traditional Puerto Rican food and drinks, as well as live music and entertainment, I would assume from... The bunny himself, right, Mr. Jesse? The bunny. All right, you ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up and get out of here. I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give them the peace. I'm out. All right, Mr. Jesse, do you have anything else you want to throw out there for the day? Yeah, 
Happy uh, New Year to everybody. Mm, New Year's time. Get ready. Get that suit on. Make a plan, people. And if you don't have a plan, you might as well just stay home. Get those tickets ahead of time. It is December 30th, people. You're going to be waiting in line. Waiting in line and wishing you had a ticket somewhere. All right. Later. Peace out. See you. Bye. Later, everybody. Okay. Bye-bye.